Cousins, wait, drag, shoot, scores! Game winner! Series clincher! Nick Cousins and the Panthers are moving on! This is BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM from BetQL. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Strauski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. Let's talk a little hockey. Let's take it to the ice. Uh, Joe, I assume you will join us for this conversation, and the internet will not just magically disconnect uh, when we're in the middle of some serious Florida Panthers deep diving. I mean, it was disconnecting when uh, we were talking about other stuff. That, that was legitimate, but don't worry. Don't worry. The $250 a month I pay to have quality internet and cable service, <laughs> it's been working over the last couple of days. So uh, I, I, it will continue for the rest of the show. <laughs> too fitty huh wow that's yeah, what a, what a, the what a humble brag that, that is. did you see that last you see, not not at all aaron's in the same boat uh it, <laughs> it's like i know it's so tough for us as far as cutting the cord making that decision did you see last night for the people that had a youtube tv tnt was not yeah, working sad. oh yeah. man does not want does not make me want to cut the cord yeah exactly uh i mean hopefully they get that worked out by nfl season i would hope i love that's the reaction it's the conference (laughs) playoffs in the nba the reaction is i hope you get it figured out by the nfl you're right i show a ton of money for sunday ticket sunday ticket yeah (laughs) i got xfinity so whatever if it doesn't work not my problem (laughs) right i'm a jerk oh my god yeah (laughs) that's just it though is yeah this is like Heidi bad Heidi Super Bowl bad and we have older generations making fun of us uh that we can't get our tv viewing habits together anyway uh as far as hockey is concerned so we've got uh one game tonight Eastern Conference Finals uh will begin between the Carolina Hurricanes and the Florida Panthers uh as you would expect Hurricanes, they're minus 140 favorites to win this series. And then when you get to game one, Carolina is a favorite here. Uh, but it's interesting that as, as much as Florida has been ballyhooed uh, because they've had two massive upset wins in their first two series, Carolina, Joe, does feel like a different challenge altogether. Not just because of the star power, but because they had to overcome some significant injuries during the regular season. And they've been able to make it work with duct tape and gusto. And there's something to be said for that. What I find interesting is big picture wise, Basically, what the betting market is saying, yes, Carolina is the favorite. And uh, that, that happened a couple of weeks ago when we first, when the Canadian teams were knocked out. But there's not much of a gap. It's everybody's in the, what, plus 250 to plus 375 range, all four teams heading into yeah. the, the conference finals. So I, I find that interesting. And then you're right. It, it, Carolina is such a metric darling that even though Florida, who has, has had success over the years, they take out you know, two of the – they were the two most talked about team. They were the biggest stories going into the playoffs. Were they not? In, in Boston, they were going to dominate, uh, heavy favorite going in. And then Toronto, is it finally going to happen? Oh, my God, they win a series, and then they get knocked out. 
So I, I'm, I guess I'm a little surprised that there isn't more support for Florida, uh, given what they've accomplished in these playoffs. Yeah, I agree. I mean, they have been – I think also it's just interesting that the odds are so close. I mean, I don't remember having like a playoff series like Joe was talking about where all there wasn't like a major underdog. Usually the, you look and the, maybe it's a little jumbled at the top and then it's like, okay, there's a drop-off. And this time it's like really tight. Um, for me, I was looking for this first game more at the total – I love doing first period over-unders. It's so fun. Is the total for the first period with Florida and Carolina. So I went back and looked at all of their first period. Are they scoring? And it's like 50%, which I had a great bet for you there. But after doing all this... <laughs> was over so I don't know and then I started asking Ed like would you because in a in a game one is it more of a feeling out process how do you expect the goaltenders to be would you go under and just think that it just might be one goal or zero in the first period that that's just it though is that I like to base my goals scored on how many power plays we're going to see and I stand by my thesis that first round of the playoffs basically function like the regular season. And we saw a lot of power plays then. Continue to see a lot of power plays in the first round. But over time in the playoffs, the defense gets better. The discipline hockey gets better. And that leads me to believe that we're going to see fewer whistles blown. I think okay. that's going to happen here. The problem is you've got two really good offenses. And as far as I can tell, some decent to very good power play team uh, special teams. So mm -hmm. I, I don't know if I have a play on the total, at least not yet anyway. I would probably lean over in a game one. Uh, and as far as first period is concerned, I'd probably lean over there too. I, I mean, it is a lean. It's not anything I'm going to be betting on. Because there is five and a half still out there. A lot of places have gone to six. Uh, the best number at five and a half is minus 125. Maybe I can be convinced of that. Um, but again, yeah. it, I, I don't have a good feel for, you know, in terms of matchups, line movements, things like that. Because Florida is certainly, you know, I mean, I believe uh, they moved Kachuk to the second line uh, in that series clincher against uh, Toronto. So are they going to do that again? Are they going to bump, uh, bump them back up to the first line? Is this going to be about, okay, we want to have, you know, constantly good players on the ice, or do we want to go top-heavy? I'm not quite sure uh, how they're viewing mm -hmm. that. And not that I'm against betting on game one. Sometimes you find great value there. Uh, but both teams have so many adjustments and so many tweaks that they can make from their last series. I, I don't have a good feel for the total here. What, what about player props um, in game one? Mm -hmm. Are you a little hesitant to jump in before we actually see how a series is going to start? Because, and I ask, I'm asking because Jordan Martin, uh, he got a point in all five games yeah. in the last series. Mm -hmm. So is that something that you would look to, you, you think that can carry over or completely different series? Let's start fresh. I, I want to see uh, how, what their plan of attack is with him. As far as I'm concerned, uh, Brent Burns, the defenseman for Carolina, one uh, prop bet that stands out to me is under half a point at even money. I think 
you know, you, you are going to see some defensemen, you know, certainly be offensively minded in a game like this, but it is entirely possible that this could be a low scoring game one. I, I wouldn't put it past them. And if that's the case, then it's probably going to be your forward sort of driving the pace, so to speak, setting things up with the cycle. And that will be where the goals are scored. It's not going to be, you know, with defensemen on the rush or uh, takeaways in the neutral zone, things like that. I do believe that we're going to see largely disciplined hockey. And if I'm going to get uh, even money for, say, you know, under half a point for a really good defenseman in Burns, I think there's, there's uh, some real value there, Aaron. What about Bobrovsky and his saves? Would you be looking at that? Over? Maybe. Maybe 31 so. and a half. Uh, boy, that's a lot, though. Uh, but it is a game one, and so it, it may be a flurry there. Um, it, Boy. Uh, it's juiced. It's actually minus it, 122. Minus 122 mm. to go over 31 and a half? Yeah. He's been playing very – you know, I will give him credit. He has played very, very well. Um, if, if there would be one reason to go to the over, it's that his goal saved above expected, I believe, is leading all remaining playoff goalies. He's probably been the most consistent of everyone there. And that's why, even though Carolina is an analytic darling, he is, the, he is a real X factor here. And that could be the reason why this series is longer than perhaps it should be. I still think Carolina is winning this series – uh, but Bobrovsky is definitely someone who can extend this series to say a sixth or maybe even a seventh game. So is that going to start right away? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, Joe. Uh, so I'm thinking Ed has a Carolina Dallas Stanley cup final. Am I correct? You on the two favorites. You are. Cor- well, the stars are uh, dogs in their series uh, against the golden Knights. Oh. Vegas has a uh, home ice. Oh, yeah. 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 So I've got one upset in the stars, but I'm taking Carolina as, as you know, it's, they're not a massive favorite. Perhaps they should be, mm-hmm. but I think there's value, uh, you know, in both conference finals. But, you know, like I said before, when it comes to the stars, one thing that matters here, and we'll talk about this tomorrow in terms of previewing that game one, but Jason Robertson hasn't really broken out yet. The Stars have won with just about everybody else. Rupe Hintz, Con uh, Smythe value may have dissipated by this point. But you've got some great playmakers for the Stars, and the ones we were expecting coming into the Stanley Cup playoffs have not quite performed up to snuff just yet, uh, especially when it comes to someone like Jake Ottinger. He's had some bad games, mm-hmm. and we thought he'd play better than this. So, Joe, when I look at what the Stars have been able to do without the key guys stepping up, that to me has a you know that's more impressive than what Vegas has done with some injuries here and there. So you have Dallas as the third favorite sitting there. So that, that would make me think that maybe there's a little bit of value there at uh, plus three twenty five. That could be some value. And you know, as you talk about Ottinger, mm-hmm. if you think you're, they're going to be in the final, um, maybe he's worth something. I don't know. Is he out with Con Smythe? Is he out because because of the rough patches or no? Is who'd you say again? I, Ottinger. 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 Yeah, I think he's out. I, I he's think out. He's out okay. at this point. Yeah, I I wouldn't I wouldn't go after that. I mean, it's you know 
I, I don't have like you know data in front of me to say, okay, how many times has a goalie who's won the Conn Smythe or finished, say, second in Conn Smythe, how many times have they been pulled from games? But it certainly feels like it's happened too often uh, for anybody to feel comfortable. Not to mention, you know, you could make the argument that Ottinger's been the is the worst remaining goalie if you're only looking <laughs> at what he's done in the playoffs. So yeah. no, Conn Smythe, I don't think there's any value there. And besides. There are other stars I'm more comfortable with. Hence, if Robertson goes off, maybe it's him. I'd mentioned Tyler Sagan offers some value as well. There, there are definitely other directions for the stars if you want to go that route. There's still, um, I mean, even down as, the four teams, yeah, yeah. if you have a strong opinion on, on which team you think is going to win it, yeah, a way to, you know, Eichel's seven, second favorite, a plus. Uh, 750, you know, Mark Stone plus 900. There, there's still some significant value in that market with only uh, four teams left. Completely agree. And Eichel would make the most sense if Vegas does make a run, then it will largely be because right. of him, Aaron. Who do you think wins the Stanley Cup? Even though the Canes are the favorites, I still like them. I, I, I think they, they are the most complete hockey team remaining. Uh, defensively, mm-hmm. they do a lot of great things in terms of, uh, you know, ending possessions as soon as possible. Uh, they might be the deepest team as well. And, yeah, Florida is going to be pesky. It's not going to be an easy uh, series win for Carolina. But I do think the winner of the East, who, whoever it is, is going to be significantly better than either the Stars or the Golden Knights. And so – uh, to me, Carolina just has the best path. I mean, you look at some projections out there, if it's, uh, you know, ineffective hockey or, or, you know, something like that, you know, even though we have four teams left, some have projections close to 50% that the Hurricanes are going to win. And then you're getting them at two to one to, to take the cup. That's value, right? Simple math. Mm-hmm. So I think that's uh, sort of the path that I'm taking, guys. So... As we move on to baseball here real quickly, um, we've got a really light card, and uh, we'll, we'll have some opportunities later in the show to go over that. But I, I did want to circle back to one conversation we had before about the home run chase. Pete Alonzo now leads the league with 15 home runs. And I think one of the things that is really important to do when looking at, say, StatCast data, you can look at this season, and that's useful, but we are only at the quarter pole of the season. It's also a good idea when, uh, when available to you to look at previous seasons and have just the right amount of data to figure out who can, who can sustain uh, the hot start any one hitter is having. So what I did was I looked at data from 2021 up to this season. I looked at expected Wilba because it's one of the better predictors of home runs. And Aaron Judge is obviously leading the way at 442 uh, with this, you know, two and a quarter season sample size. But Jordan Alvarez is second, Juan Soto third, Bryce Harper fourth, Freddie Freeman fifth, Acuna sixth. I wonder if that maybe, Joe, is another approach in terms of figuring out who's going to win this home run chase. Yeah, I, I was same thing was on my mind after I saw Alonzo hit another bomb last night. Jordan Alvarez, we brought him up. He's sitting there at 25 to 1. I don't know. Maybe you're not going to get a better number, but it's fascinating. So Alonzo was was tied for the lead going into yesterday. He hits a bomb. He's got sole possession of the lead. And then it's one day. One day, the adjustments we see. Like I, I was considering Patrick Wisdom, and he goes from 35 to 1 to 42 to 1 just because Alonzo hit a homer. That's ridiculous. <laughs> <You> <laughs> that know? is ridiculous. 
Yeah. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, Jason Logan joins us to talk about the NBA playoffs right here on the BetQL Network. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.